Check one, two, one, two. It's Thursday, and I keep thinking it's Friday, and that is so awesome because I'm off tomorrow, so I got a three-day weekend, feeling good. Thursday, thinking it's a Friday is so much better than Sunday, thinking it's Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm bummed. I had to think about that. It's, Me too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was the one saying It's a it. Sunday. <laughs> but, and you think it's a Saturday. That's a wah-wah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh you wake up and you think it's the weekend. Like your alarm doesn't go off. It's, you just wake up at a certain time. And you think it's the weekend, maybe even for a full minute. And then you realize it's not. It's a work day. <laughs> I've had that happen. Oh. I don't like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you... Being on a Thursday and thinking it's Friday and then realizing, no, today is like Friday, but tomorrow is Friday and yeah. I have two Fridays. It's, it's bonus. Sh- today's a bonus day. Bonus. Cheers. Cheers to two Fridays. <laughs> Did you ever have a job that you so didn't want to be in and it, it just befuddled you so, made your brain messed up and you just couldn't... Blah. <laughs> I mean, I know the job I think you're talking about. I, you think I, you know, you, that's right. Cause you think I have a list. Hold on. It goes, went like this. <laughs> I have a list. I have a list of all Jen's flaws. <laughs> you do have an innate list in your mind. I have that no idea what you're talking about. It would be very easy for you to just call up anything on demand if I said a category. I've, and yet I have no idea what you're talking about. But with the ironic is it? I don't know. But what the funny thing is, is when you said, when you just said that, I, I was saying, I know the job that you would pick for you, like the job you would say. I wasn't saying like, oh, I know oh. you know. Yeah. So, in other words, you have a list <laughs> for me. A two, A two, Jenny. C. <laughs> in a parallel universe, Jen and Kurt walk around the house speaking only Italian to each other. I love that. Isn't that true? I just—it's a goal. It's a goal to do that for sure. We are going to be. Living in Italy, at least for a little while. Airbnb, even. Whatever. We'll make it work. And just speaking Italian. And I want to like go to the local market and just have an outdoor pizza oven and just live in like a real rustic area and have this super awesome Italian life. Oh, I love that, that sounds pretty good. And we just speak Italian because that's what we do. That's what we do when we're in Italy. Although I'm, I hang back a little more. I like getting you in like, there. You like getting I in there. I love it. I like understanding. I'll speak if I have to. It, I get so excited when I actually get to have like real conversations. You know what? I want to feel that way about Italian again. I'm sure when we'll retire, we'll pick it up. But. Anyway. I, I want to ask you something related, I believe. Do you ever have one of those jobs? <laughs> oh my God. Where you just could. You know you're capable. You you're you're at a point in your life where you had one job where you were fully capable. These are the rules of the game. Okay. You're at a point in your life where you graduated high school and or college. You graduated mm-hmm. something where you feel like yes, yeah, 
and and then the, you at least have one of these jobs under your belt where you know they liked you and you liked them and you were like, yeah. <laughs> and then, Whether it was related <laughs> to what you went to college for or not, right? Usually not. Okay, good. Normal. Yeah, because I was going to say, mine was like I worked at a bank. If you're one of those, I've met people. And that I was, know people. And I've always looked at all with people who from whenever you met them, if they were five years old or 13 or 17, they were like, I'm going to be this. And that's what they went on to be. Yeah. Like those people, you don't know what a blessing that is. For the rest of us, I'm telling you, that's a blessing. And then to top it off, <laughs> the people that actually get jobs in their field after they graduate, doing what they went to school for so quickly. Boom. I, it blows my mind. So it didn't happen for me. Like you're going home, <laughs> like you're going home one summer to like hang out for the summer, and then you hear of like Sally Sue who got an internship in Manhattan, and they're probably gonna hire her right out of college, and you're like, what? Yeah, what? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. I, yeah, I was. Everyone I knew had internships. I didn't have an internship when I was in college internship what's an internship right i'm like i don't kim she interned at the paper this is like this is like secret inside it information was like a thing and that us kids from the streets don't get yeah i'm like wow kim's got an internship even jody interned at a hospital like people are interning and i'm like do you think it occurred to me to be like should i be doing that Interning? Is that something? Is that the future? You're not getting paid for that. I should be interning, learning Spanish. Like all these things. I never did the things that people listed that I should be doing. Yeah. So within all that, mm -hmm. for those of you interns, you may not you probably can shut the podcast off. This probably never happened to you. For us other people who didn't intern, there came a point in our life where we graduated, we felt good. We had a good job. We felt good. And then we got that job. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that job? <laughs> it was uh, just like, I, I know I can, I know I'm more capable than this. I know. How come nobody's getting me? What's going on? <laughs> like, how come I'm depressed? Why do I, I've never been depressed. What's, what's happening? Am I going to get fired? <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like, I've never been this much of a fool. Do you have that job? Um, Obviously, I'm speaking from an experience. So, yes. <laughs> if you had such a thing, help the people out. Throw the people a bone. I, when I worked at the Watch and Clock Museum, it was okay in the beginning because it felt like a job that was perhaps closer to what I was doing. Like, well, what I graduated school to do like i think i was hired as like an associate editor maybe yet some kind of legit title from working at don't tell me yeah. it was a as a dual publication in connecticut i was so proud of you then you came out of college even with a master's degree came out with a master's degree in literature with a backup in english and you're like Oh, this is the real world? What do I do I don't with do this? anything with that. I don't do anything with that. But you did do something with it. And that turned into a whole career for you. So It wasn't easy, though. God, it was so hard. It. it was every 
step was like I felt like. Yeah. So do you remember the publications in Connecticut that I worked for? Part of me was like, I hope she just goes back to a story because I don't know if I'm going to remember. No. Um, Connecticut Parents. Mm-hmm. That one I remember more than the other one. Lisa's, I had Lisa's kids on the cover. Yeah. And it's something with business because I remember they were like women of the yeah. century or women they of the year. They like 40 year under 40 or, or 30 under um, 30. You know the official names. The Business Times. Right, I knew was business a, was, was in a B2B it. B two B publication, yeah. So I wrote for a parenting publication. That's rich. So that your uh, that was a success, though. So tell me about the uh, that job. I you know, in the beginning, I liked it because I was happy to be doing something editorial related, and I did some writing. I think and. It all was okay until I wanted, I, I I was bored and I didn't feel empowered to do anything more than what I was expected to do in my job. Um, culturally, it was very different than uh, who I am. So I don't ever felt, I never felt like I felt like I fit in. Isn't culture itself a fun thing? Mm-hmm. It's like they could, if somebody took a day, you could probably write out what your corporate culture is and save people a year or two of figuring it out. <laughs> yeah, it's really important. Right? Is that right? I'm you not, should I, know. I, yeah. what, because then... When it's like when you're interviewing people, it's for both of your benefits. And like, this let's, is our corporate. Let's culture. be honest with each other here. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, and on the interview, and this is our corporate culture, black and white, because it is black and white. But instead of you figuring out over a year or two, we're just going to give it to you on a piece of paper. Oh, cool! Hawaiian shirts on Friday. Like, know what you're getting into. Yeah, I don't know where this is going or why. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I understood culture, you know. They don't, I was did they ever still... mention that in college? Undergrad or grad? Did they ever say the words? And when you get out into the real world, there's some, there should be a class called, there should be, oh my Company God. culture? If, uh, MBA programs? I'm sure there when are. When I become the president of the United States, corporate culture will be a mandatory course of MBA programs. We should check and see if it already is. Just curious. Taught by the psychology professor. Like, this is what you're getting yourself into. There's the work. There's your job. That's about 25%. And then 75% is this part we're not even going to talk about. <laughs> Cult. Corporate culture. Yeah. You don't really know it, but you feel it. You'll figure it out. Get out there. Yeah. Oh, it's a beating. You take a beating. And, this and place so work? the the watch the watch and clock museum. <laughs> at one point, I realized my supervisor was a micromanaging, suffocating person, and I just 
couldn't stand her and I and (laughs) and then it felt like everything was closing in on me and I hated it so you're asking me now I'm (laughs) trashing it and it's making you uncomfortable (laughs) why makes you think I'm uncomfortable I'm going to jump out of my seat. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, you asked for <laughs> it. You asked. I'm just telling it like it is. I'm not going to lie and be all Jen, you may have not gotten the memo for corporate culture for the show. Oh, look, you're so serious about this that you got to grab the mic. You're grabbing the mic like it's improv night. I'm not, I haven't taken my fingers out yet. So got my hands yeah. out. And that's because you're grabbing the mic. <laughs> That's a power move right there. Jen, I thought the corporate culture of this show. <laughs> <laughs> of the, we, Our show has a corporate culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of like not going too hard on anyone. I like to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. If I like to. So I like I'd like I'd like I'd rather talk in generalities when it comes to specific people. You know, I don't want to throw anybody under a bus. Listen, you think <laughs> I don't know your culture? Here's the deal. I know your culture and I know mine and I navigate them. <laughs> because mine is a little bit more flex than yours. So you think I don't know when I'm saying what I'm saying, how it's landing or how it can be perceived i'm very aware of it but it's a conscious choice and it makes you uncomfortable sorry but if it doesn't make me uncomfortable and i'm the one who lived the experience then that's the truth and that's my reality so i'm not gonna lie about it and i did it in a very diplomatic it wasn't bad way so you need to get over it and i'm gonna cheers myself i'm not gonna leave you hanging on a cheers you should always speak your truth my discomfort is mine and should not, it should not cross like this barrier. You shouldn't even feel it over here. Better not feel it over here. You certainly better not feel it over here. It's over here. My, dis- my discomfort should be my discomfort. You speak your truth. Okay. I'm going to cheers you. Oh, sweet. So what's yours? That's what happened with me. I worked at a place that I'm not going to name. Oh, I wanted to do a one, two, three, because I thought that would be fun, but it's too late now. What do you mean a one, two, three? Oh, not now. now, I know you. One, two, three. (laughs) You did you, right? You Uh did you? I'm going to do me. Okay. I worked at a place (laughs) in a state that nobody knows where it is, but the experience is still true. Does the chorus get to jump in and provide bigger clues? <laughs> no. You told your version of your it's story. It's not Connecticut. Because <laughs> people know where we've lived. <laughs> you can play chorus. And I almost feel like I'm going to give a shout out to our niece, Peyton, because she's into dramatics. And I think we've just went into dramatic lane. You could play the chorus on this musical. I worked at a company and it almost broke my spirit. (laughs) I had never seen Kurt wake up having an anxiety attack before. It was horrible. (laughs) (laughs) 
what to do. <laughs> I thought I was going crazy. <laughs> I'm and I had a micromanager too. <laughs> He made me turn on all of the lights <laughs> because that's what made him feel better during these episodes. I needed the light to feel safe because there was darkness at my job. <laughs> <laughs> What's a wife to do? <laughs> I told him to quit. <laughs> I said I must wait for a sign. Because <laughs> no, that wasn't one. <laughs> Being up wide awake in the middle of the night with all the lights on in the house well, is not a sign. You get the point, and that's the first half of our new musical. Kurt's Tears. <laughs> Kurt's Tears. Kurt's tears, Jen's laments. <laughs> oh, it's like I'm tone deaf. Oh. Oh. No, that was just supposed to be what it was. So, so funny. share your experiences. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe to say we both got out of them and we're both super happy now. So, yeah, if you're in one of those things. That's a sign. You don't need to ask for another friggin' sign. That's your sign. Get the fuck out. Move and, along. And in the meantime, and every step along the way, try and just feel light and happy that, and know that you're guided by the universe and ETs and that everything's going to be okay. And there's always the Aperol Spritz. And there's always, yes. Cheers. Cheers. Final cheers. Cheers to you all. Peace. Namaste.